0: In this week's episode, it's going to involve a little cheeky story time. Naughty Nerds Hello and welcome to another episode of the Naughty Nerds. I've been wanting to share this for a while, didn't know if it was appropriate, but you know, we're all friends here, we're all nerds together. And this was really an interesting point during my career of owning a business. Let's just say it involves property, porn stars and the police. Naughty Nerds I bet you weren't thinking of ever hearing those three words come out from my mouth on a podcast. But here we go. So I wanted to take you back maybe about, oh God, three and a half years ago, four years ago. Nautilus, I just started up. It was going very, very well. and I'd always had an interest in, in property and I set up a little business and it was property sourcing. So the premise of the business is I would source for properties and I would match an investor and then the investor would be paying me to make sure it was a good deal and a good return on investment and I'd match them up and I would charge a fee to do that. It was great. Did a couple of deals. I only did a couple until this very day that I'm going to tell you today. Now, I had seen and heard in some property groups of this lady and let's call her Deirdre. Now Deirdre had a load of serviced accommodations in Birmingham. Now a serviced accommodation is basically an Airbnb. It's an accommodation that's serviced housekeeping, all that kind of stuff. So she had lots of properties within Birmingham in the jewelry quarter and she put them on Airbnb and she was wanting to sell a few of them off so she could get some money back and some do some other things within her, her business. And she wanted to do like property training and stuff. I. Met this lady and thought, mm, you know, you know, she's a very lively character and seemed very interested in me and what I did and, you know, took me out for dinners and everything, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't a relationship, don't worry. And she said, right, I've got these apartments in, in the jewelry quarter in Birmingham and I'd like to, to get rid of them. Can you find me any investors? Now, the jewelry quarter in Birmingham, it's, it's a fantastic place, it's really up and coming. It is sort of on the out non, sort of on the outskirts of the city centre, you go through like the financial district where you've got like all the offices and staff and bank buildings and all that kind of stuff. And then you go into the jewellery quarter, so it's a perfect place to stay because it's you know not busy and it's got gorgeous surroundings and the properties there are absolutely fantastic. And it's like a little mini town and it's quite cool. So I had found an investor and he was really interested. I think there was there was two apartments in Birmingham. And met with the investor, said everything, blah, 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 blah. Brought him back to Deirdre's office. And I said, right, should we, should we go over and see one of them first? I think Deirdre was on a call. And I was like, oh, I'll take him. So I took the keys, went over. This is where it all began. Took him over to the apartment. He loved it. It was like, "Yep, yeah, fantastic. And then when we come back, we were going to see the final one, the second one, which is about a 15-minute walk from where we were. Deirdre said that there had been some guests staying in there the night before but they should all be checked out by now because it was one of those lock boxes that you put on the side of a property and then once the booking happens you give them the code they take the key they let themselves in and they put the key back in the same place very very straightforward so we arrived at the property and we thought that the guests had checked out by now N- uh. we got to the door me Deirdre, whose apartment this was. And Matt, let's call him the investor. And I said, Right, Matt, I'm really excited to show you this. It's like a four bed apartment in the city centre of Birmingham, the jewelry court, absolutely gorgeous. Knocked on the door, opened and greeted by a load of young people. And they hadn't checked out. And they were very, not very polite, let's just say. And I thought, Hmm, something's not going right here. It not feel right. And I'm a very good judge of situations and a good judge of character. And I thought, Hmm. Something doesn't feel right. Something's off. And Deidre said, why are you still in here? And she went to go in the property and she said, Tom, take so-and-so round the corner and have a chat to him about stuff and I'll just get all these people out. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. It didn't seem like anything was going to happen. So I take Matt around the corner, chatting about life, all that kind of stuff. And I dropped her a message and I said, is everything okay? She said, yeah, no problem. Just sorting everything out. I was like, right, fab. I will take Matt round the corner to a pub, have a drink, and uh, let me know when it's all sorted. <laughs> and then when we got to the, the pub, I had a lot of messages from Deirdre saying, help, help, they've been hitting me and shouting abuse at me and all that kind of stuff. So I said, right, I'm calling the police. So I went back to the apartment with Matt, called the police, and at that point, they had opened the door And she was still in there, but people had come out. And I thought, this is very odd. So I went to the police and I just said, look, she owns this property. They're refusing to leave. And apparently they're getting aggressive. I've not been here. I went to the, round the corner to the pub. I was doing all the paperwork with the client, coming back. And all this has happened, basically. So we were like, hmm, okay. Police were there. It was all kicking off. And some of them come out. And I said, they were absolutely crying their eyes out. And I said, you know, what's happened? And then she said, oh, she was being abusive and she started hitting us and all that kind of stuff. Deirdre, this is, had been doing this. And I said, oh, oh gosh, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Said, How did you know this lady? I was, oh, well, she's like my colleague. This is her apartment. And I explained the situation. And she said, we paid for an amazing house in Birmingham with a hot tub and we got here and there was no hot water and there was no heating, and it was, like, cold at this time of the year. I think it was maybe, like, November or October. I was like, oh, right, okay. She was getting really, really irate about it and really upset. She said she smashed my phone. She showed me her phone. It was, like, smashed, and obviously the police are getting involved. And the policeman walked past me, and he said, Do you know this lady? "Yeah, Yeah, she's my colleague. Like, I've known her for a few months, and she's got these properties, and she's tasked me with, sort of, finding investors. Oh, she's known to us. And I said, oh, right, (laughs) okay. And that was the first red flag for me. I said, well, what's she known for? And obviously the police officer couldn't tell me. But he said, we've been out to several calls like this. And I thought, this is really, really, really odd. So eventually these people leave and the police have sorted it out and... I say to Deirdre, I said, look, I don't think this is going to work. Like I've bought this investor here and this is all kicked off. And obviously you've been aggressive towards these people and all that kind of stuff. I said, I'm probably going to take a step out of the deal, but if you want to, you know, carry it on with Matt directly, more than happy to do so. I'm not going to take any fee or anything like that. And that was it. Parted ways and I was making my way back. And I said to the investor, like, look, I'm so sorry. It's so embarrassing. He was like, "What? What do you mean about police?" And I was like, "Well, they said that she was known to them. But I didn't know anything like this." And, oh God, really strange. So I went main way back to the car. I was like, "Oh, you know, you win some, you lose some." Can't believe this has happened to me today. And then I get a video sent to me from Deirdre. Now, Deirdre, when she was with these people in the apartment, as I was walking back with the police officers, she was very irate very, very irate, screaming, shouting abuse, racial abuse, all these people in the house. And I was like, oh my God, right, okay. She sent me a video and what they were saying is when we were leaving the apartment, oh, she's keyed our car, she's damaged our car. And I was like, yeah, yeah, right. So what she must have done is when we left, she must have got her key and keyed the people's car that was staying there And she was walking down the road and these guys, you know, they were probably about my age at the time. They'd just stayed over in Birmingham for, I think, someone's birthday. They were just following her and said, you've damaged our car, you've damaged our car. And she was like, oh, these people are following me, blah, blah, blah. She sent me this video and it was so funny because at the end of the video, the police car rolls up and they come towards her and it was quite clear that she was going to be arrested. And I didn't hear from her for... About 12 hours, and the next morning I get a text, and she said, I've been in custody, they're charging me with this, 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 I'm now on bail, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into? And then she was starting on me and saying things about me, and she said she was going to come after me and my business, and all these weird things. And I think she had some sort of personality disorder or something because I literally took this investor to go and see these properties to make the deal and, you know, the police get called, there's people in the apartment that they've been lied to, she breaks their property. Me being me, did some digging afterwards. I blocked her on everything and I did some digging. Like, some heavy digging And her name wasn't her actual name in her other profession, which was a porn star. And this lady, I just, I couldn't believe it. I would got myself into this situation and I thought, you know, this is going to be a really great thing for me. And she had other apartments as well that she was wanting to, to move on. That was it. She was moving down to London and she couldn't keep her properties up in Birmingham for obvious reasons because she couldn't like manage them properly and she didn't want to pay a management company. So she she was wanting to get rid of them basically. And, you know, she's like, Oh, I wanna I wanna hire you to do this and all this and this. And at this point, Northless was very, very young. And, you know, I was sort of being an entrepreneur and doing these two things side by side absolutely crazy experience I and then I looked into it further and loads of stuff come up but I just couldn't believe it, it Who's a porn star which, you know nothing is I'm not against people that work in the adult industry but I just thought it was quite funny after everything that had happened and then I found out that at the end of it so there you go an interesting story time today in my early days as an entrepreneur with my property sourcing business And here we are now. Nautilus four years later. No adult industry. That was my last deal, let's just say. But I thought it would be an interesting story to tell you. And uh, who knows, I might get back into the property deal sourcing in the future. But I think I might just stick to uh, owning my own properties (laughs) and managing them and not getting involved with porn stars who have properties and are well known to the police for is it GBH? I think it might be. There you go. What a lovely story today. I thought it would be a little bit different to the normal content that you hear on here. And if you did like it, I'm sure I can rustle up and think of some other stories, interesting stories that have happened to me so far during my business career. But there you go. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you found some humour and it's lightened up your weekend. If you do enjoy listening to the podcast, please do leave a review. It's really helpful for me to see all the wonderful nerds that are listening to this and putting names and feedback behind the listeners. I can see numbers on a screen, but I don't know the actual people that do listen. So it'd be great and wonderful if you could leave a review on your favourite podcasting platform and make sure you're following on your favourite podcasting platform so you will never miss an episode here every week without fail unless I'm ill and don't have a voice which is the only time in just over a year I haven't recorded an episode because I didn't have a voice and I recorded a mini episode it was like 30 seconds long so say it hello I don't have a voice so Yeah, I technically did record an episode, but there wasn't much content there. And it is so lovely. I've been on quite a few discovery calls in the past week with prospective clients. And about 60-70% of them have been like, Oh my God, I've listened to your podcast and it's been really valuable. And it's just nice. It breaks the ice a little bit when you're first talking to someone. But i rambled enough for today's episode. I hope you've had a good giggle because it was definitely an interesting experience in my life. And yeah, have a wonderful weekend or afternoon or evening whenever you're listening to this episode. Stay awesome, stay safe, but most importantly, stay nerdy. Naughty nerds.